Hey, hi, hello, beautiful souls. This is Courtney Schwann, and you are listening to Embody Saluna, a podcast about healing through spirit and love. It's been a minute since my last um, recording. Well, I take that back. It's been a minute since my last upload. It's not been a minute since my last recording. I have recorded and re-recorded and re-re-re-recorded this very talk or topic uh, multiple times since May. And um, it hasn't, it just hasn't sat quite right. So, um, so I haven't published it, and I'm hoping that uh, it'll be different this time. Um, so here we go. The last time that I shared my thoughts, my messages, uh, it was Mother's Day. And... Um, Since then, I've had this other message weighing heavy on my heart, and I've been, like I said, trying to deliver it, and it hasn't landed right. And that message is about the construct of family. And I think part of the reason it hasn't landed right is because I've felt some sort of need to almost teach you what it means for family to be a construct. Like, I think that I approached this feeling as if I had to, I don't know, define that for you, right? That it's not enough for me to just say it's a construct, period. Family's a construct, period. That hasn't been enough. That my role as a teacher, my role as a healer is to help you understand what that means. The problem with that in this instance is if you're not ready to hear that, you won't believe it. And there are so many things I talk about that if you're not ready to hear it, it won't land for you. And those you know, sharing those messages hasn't been as challenging. And I think I finally realized it's because that I'm having a challenge this time because it's not up to me to teach you what it means. My role, the reason I'm sitting here tonight with this microphone and these thoughts and these words My role is to hold space for you, to hold space for your healing, whatever that may look like, however that may be. Now, in the process of doing that, I am going to say the notion of family, what what family is, something that was created it's something that was created to establish a tie 
to maintain control, to try and explain how or why certain people exist in your life in certain ways. It's like a myth, right? Mythical stories are meant to take these concepts that are too difficult to understand on their own and create story around them to make them relatable, to make them something you can digest, but also sometimes to keep you pigeonholed in a certain place or way. And whether you believe it or not, that's family simply made up like so many things that we encounter in our human form as we walk this planet it just isn't as significant as we've been told this notion has been heavy because I'm in a place where there's struggle with my own family And one of the things that has shown up for me recently is I have made the decision to be really vocal about childhood trauma or boundaries in families and ways in which we should be holding space for people who are trying to heal or recover from their own traumatic childhood experiences or adult experiences. I have always believed that family is a construct, that it doesn't matter what label someone has. No relationship is more or less important than any other relationship. They're just different. I'll take that back. I concede. There is one relationship that is more important than all others, and it's the relationship that you have with yourself. Outside of that relationship, there is no other type of relationship that reigns supreme over any other. Because the definition of the word is simply the way that two or more people relate to each other. How do they connect? So we have all kinds of relationships and they are all the same weight. They're just a different type. Part of the problem with healing trauma, especially childhood trauma, which is most often, um, product of something that happens within a family unit. The problem with trying to heal it, the challenge and difficulty in it, is that we are all so deeply tied to this narrative that family is so important, right? That we're not allowed to feel anger, hurt, betrayal, because our parent did it. So we have to forgive them. We're not allowed to create separation between ourselves and family members for causing pain or wounds or 
manipulating us because they're family. But what does that mean? What does that mean? If I'm being really honest, I have yet to hear anybody tell me what that means when I ask. What does it mean to, to be family? What are you telling me when you're telling me, but that's your mother, that's your father, they're your family members, that's your parent? What does that mean? And the only definition anybody can ever give me is one that includes the word, and you can't define a word by using the word. It's not how it works. You can't say they're family, and then when I ask you what does that mean, you can't say it means, you know, that they're family. So they're more important. But who says, and what's the measurement, and why are they more important? They're more important because they're family. Do you see how this becomes a never-ending cycle? that still does not lead to a definition. So it doesn't work. So lately I've been sharing a little bit more through social media, just sort of these things that I'm seeing come through from other creators or um, therapists, or just other people who have had their own trauma. And and so I've been, I've been sharing it. So in a lot of ways, I've been more vocal than I have in the past, even though I've never been totally silent on this topic, on this acknowledgement that just because somebody is a family member that they are somehow more important or you are somehow more indebted to them. Even just think about that language right there, indebted to them, like what? Like what? Like they own you? No, you are not owned. Nobody owns you. You owe nothing to anyone. You are indebted to no one. You don't owe your parents just because they raised you. That was their job. That was their job. That's what they signed up for when they became parents. And I get it. Some of them didn't want to be parents. But just because they didn't want to be doesn't mean that they should have turned their back. We all make choices and we all have consequences. So I've always been vocal about this idea that family is no different than any other relationship. And lately I've been a little bit more vocal or at least a little bit more overtly vocal about it by resharing these posts that I see from other people or these tweets that are, you know, that I see from other people or what have you. And I was recently asked something along the lines of, since when? Since when? Courtney, you had a life that I dreamt of. You had all these things. What do you mean to be sharing this? What do you mean to be telling people that family is a construct, that it's not real, that it's made up? I just want to say before I answer that, if you've ever expressed your pain, your family wound to someone, and they have responded to it like that to tell you how lucky you were, to tell you how they envied your life because they had it worse, to tell you, but they're your parents, to try and make you feel guilty, if they've ever invalidated you and your emotions and your pain and your experience in that way, I am sorry. I'm so sorry. It hurts. It's a deep, deep wound and it hurts. And it feels almost, almost 
as painful as the wound inflicted by that family member. And I'm sorry. And it's okay for you to feel anger, grief, betrayal, sadness. It's okay for you to want distance, separation. It's okay for you to block emotionally, physically, because the most important thing is that you take care and you, of you and that you protect your peace and your spirit and your soul and your heart and your love. So I had, I had these messages. Well, it just seems so sudden that you're doing this, like out of nowhere. It actually isn't out of nowhere. You just haven't been paying attention. Or even more importantly, you believe that family holds some sort of sacred bond, and they don't. Deepak Chopra says that we are all karmically connected, which means that we all hold a sacred bond, regardless of the title we have as human beings on earth. No bond more sacred than any other, all karmically connected. We know family is a construct because we create family. How many times have you said, that's the family I choose. These people are the family I choose, meaning not birth. You don't, you're not, you don't share blood, not family through marriage, friendships that you think are so deep that it's like family. Family is a construct. When we marry other people, we suddenly all become family. You don't even have to be married, right? You don't even have to have that. So just all of these things, I'm just bringing them up to say, it's something we create, we, we make it up. It's been made up. There's a purpose for it, of course. Like, like I said, like any myth, it's meant to tell the story. It's meant to tie things together. It's meant to help you make sense of what it is to be human. But when pain and trauma in childhood created by family causes you to be an adult who can't distinguish what's real and what isn't, who fears being true to who they are because they haven't been allowed to be their pure true self ever. When you have had to fight acceptance, beg for love and still only be given love with condition. That, my friends, is manipulation. That is somebody else's pain put onto you. And that is not okay. And it doesn't matter who it comes from. But often what happens through those traumatic experiences in childhood is the child then learns that the parent or whomever, usually the parent, that their emotions are more important, that their feelings, their needs are more important than the child's own emotions, feelings, needs. And then that child turns into an adult who doesn't know how to hold a boundary who can't hold other people accountable, who get walked all over, who get taken for granted, who don't know real love, and it's painful, and it's hard. It's hard to heal. And when others come along and tell you that family is so important and you should be forgiving and you should 
think about how your whoever whatever family member your parent feels that's what you've done that's what we have done our whole life and I'm here to say loveys enough is enough enough is enough there is only so much weight that your shoulders can bear and if you are struggling to walk upright because that weight is so much and drop the weight just let it go you don't have to carry it just in yours it isn't your weight to bear it isn't your burden to bear part of the healing process for most people regardless of the wound that they're healing but especially for those of us with childhood wounds and trauma and these really awful family bonds for those of us in that space part of the work is turning inward visiting our inner child sitting with them befriending them holding them loving them in all the ways that they weren't in childhood for me personally sometimes that's really hard to do i would feel really sad for childhood me for little me but the reality of this pain is that that child is who is carrying the weight and you wouldn't give a child that much weight to bear so don't give your inner child that weight either help them help them lessen the load you may not remove every boulder and rock at once but little by little you can lighten that you can ease that and you can feel that love real true unconditional love for those who are unsure because i hear this a lot for those who are unsure maybe you yourself have said to a friend once well that's your family member think about how they're feeling or maybe you yourself didn't know that you had a manipulative parent or whatever family member you didn't know that you were being emotionally abused emotionally neglected you didn't realize that you weren't attuned that you had poor attachment bonds you're kind of learning it now and there's a part of your body there's something in your body that says i don't know this doesn't feel right but i can't say anything i'm not allowed to i'm not allowed to be upset because of all the things that my parent has done for me if if those things are true for you right now friends i need you to take a look inside i need you to turn inward we're not here tonight to place any blame on anyone we're not here tonight to turn this into a witch hunt so to speak proverbial witch hunt we're not here to bring up and call out all of the shitty things that happened but we are here i am here to say recognize it begin to notice it if you haven't yet because in the awareness of it you can begin to shift it and you have to do something whether it's shifting yourself or trying to 
heal the entire situation, whatever the case may be, something has to change or you will stay perpetually stuck in that wounded space. Understand that manipulation, conditional love, those things are not okay. And they are reflections of the other person's own pain and work that they need to do, their own healing that they need to do. But you no longer need to bear the weight of that for them. And you also don't have to be sensitive to their needs. It's time to be sensitive to your own. When your needs and feelings and emotions were put second, third, fourth place, it's time to move them front and center. It's time to recognize that the family bond is no different, no stronger, no more sacred than any other bond that you have with any other person on this planet. And you owe nothing to anyone but yourself. I made the choice that I will no longer allow guilt and shame to dictate my responses to people who do shitty things, especially family members. And when someone says to me, but Courtney, that's your family member, that's your parent, that's whatever, I say, and what is your point? Or if it's true what you believe that they are more important than any other relationship, then you should see how damaging it is that, yeah, that's my family member who did this to me. Think about that. When we're talking about this healing, the other thing that we're talking about is the need to separate. It's another touchy subject and it's another place where I myself have gotten to hear from those close to me how damaging it is that I can be separating, blocking, divorcing myself. But you have to. You have to do that. That's how healing works. I want you to just imagine for a moment. Just think about it. Okay? If you are in a room with other sick people, you're going to get sick, right? It's going to be one room full of sick people. Maybe you have a cold. Everybody has a cold. In order to heal yourself, you have to leave the room. You have to go somewhere else, somewhere where there's no sickness that gets passed around over and over and over again, right? So you do that. Go to a different room, you go to a different house, whatever. You heal your vitamin C, maybe some antibiotics, maybe none of that. Maybe you just need some chicken soup. I don't know, but you heal. You're feeling good again. Do you go back to the house where everybody is sick, knowing that everybody is sick? What will happen when you walk back into that room? You tell me what will happen. It's possible it'll take you longer to get sick again, maybe, depending on the strength of your immune system but you will get sick again. It's inevitable. If nobody else is healed, if that room is still sick, it's inevitable. You will walk back in there and you will get sick again. So unless the other people in that room decide to also heal, there is no way for the one healthy person to go into that room, stay there and not get sick again. So you have to separate. 
everybody should be doing it, right? For the integrity of the whole, everybody should be separating and healing and then cleaning the room. And then you can come back and enjoy it. Everybody healthy. So my own personal situation is I left the room, but nobody else did. Well, I can't go back. I can sit where I am and I can hope that the other people in the room figure it out. And I can hope that the other people in the room decide to go do their own healing. And I can hope that the other people in the room will open the windows and air out the space and get rid of the sickness. But if they don't, I can't make them. And if my being gone doesn't show them how important it is and how they are able and capable of doing the same work, I can't force anything. All I can do is sit where I am and continue to heal and continue to feel full of life and continue to be with other healthy people and continue to say, look, room of sick people, I love you, but I can't be there. My health is more important to me. My livelihood is more important to me. These other healthy people around me are more important at this time in my life. This is all I'm asking anybody to do. This is all I'm trying to demonstrate. And it's not helpful to be an outsider looking in, telling the one person who left to get healthy that they did a bad thing by leaving everybody else sick in the house. I'm not the doctor. It's not my job. And I did it already anyway. I did it as a child. Took care of them. Done. There's a lot that I could say about language and word choice and all of these things, and I'm not going to do it. Not tonight. I might come back and say it some other time, but not tonight. I think the message that I've been intending to say has finally made its way out. And I hope that, no, I know that it will land where it needs to. If you are meant to hear it, you will. If you are meant to find it, it will find you. I've been holding and shuffling the Kuan Yin deck while I've been speaking. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, then you know that I I like to sometimes pull cards from this deck. It's an oracle deck, so it's, you know, a deck of messages, and I read what the message is. But I've been holding them and shuffling them, and um, I'm going to pull a card. We're going to see if it resonates with the message tonight. So, so let's do that. Let's see what message Kuan Yin has for us, for us wild hearts healing, for us adults who feel broken from the broken promises of childhood. Let's see what message Kuan Yin has for those of us who are reconciling our feelings for our family, for our family members who are learning that those relationships are no more important or superior than the relationships you have with anybody else. And that even if they are, it just further illustrates the importance that those family members have on who you are. And if you've spent your life feeling silenced, feeling invalidated, feeling alone, feeling 
confused, then maybe Kuan Yin will have something to give us a little bit of peace tonight. And just know that all of those feelings are valid, but it's also time to deconstruct the root of all of those feelings, break it all apart, nurture the inner child, show that inner you all of that beautiful, unconditional love that you deserve and begin the healing process or continue the healing process. And know that holding those boundaries, holding people accountable, not allowing shitty behavior, that all of that is allowed. It's allowed. It's healthy. It's normal. And at this point, it's required. It's required, my loves, for your own sanity, for your own safety, for your own self. It's time to love you the way that you love everyone else. Bamboo Moon. Did you know that there are no mistakes in the universe and all events? Circumstances, relationships, and situations are unfolding in perfection with the timing and intelligence of the divine plan. Any apparent delay is in your favor. If something is happening for you right now, then that is perfect too. Divine timing is perfection. It is safe to trust this. Now, whatever you need to do to heal, it feels right in your body, if it feels right in your soul, if it's what feels safe, what nurtures you, what nourishes you, what keeps your inner child alive and thriving, that's what you have to do. If that's walking away for a little while, then walk. If that's blocking people for a little while, then block them. If that's not speaking for now, then don't. If it's only visiting on holidays, then only visit on holidays. If it's never visiting on holidays, then stop visiting on holidays. You get where I'm going with this. If it's finally choosing to speak up, if it's finally putting a boundary in place and holding it, despite how guilty somebody else tries to make you feel for it, when you know, when you can feel that that's the right thing to do. Follow your heart. Follow your gut, that instinct, your intuition. It will never fail you. Follow it. Don't let the fear of the former narrative get in the way. That story is over. It had its place. It ran its course. We finished the book. It is time for a new narrative. And this time, you write it. I am holding you and this space for your healing. Your divine being, my loves. You are enough. 